exclusively talk about dirt bikes. 100%. All right. All right. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I love it. That's your fog. I didn't want to do intro music on the risk of um, all the cool songs I could think of were. Um, I didn't want to get copyrighted, uh, so we couldn't do that. TVMA on all. What would What would you like your intro music to be? I, I'm a big fan of Stand Stand Up by the Prodigy. Okay, hey, you listen to like rock and stuff. I do. I do listen cool. to a lot of rock, a lot of metal. Sweet. Yeah. So we're here this morning. Um, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, my name is Cody Jones, the owner of Wheels Up. My name is Michael Cudahy, I'm one of the area coaches and a Wheels Up Enduro coach. Head coach, coach Cuddy. Coach Cuddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So Wheels Up Enduro is kind of, uh, is it a team? What What is Wheels Up Enduro? Wheels Up Enduro, I, I like to give a little bit of the backstory of how it was. I like to think that Wheels Up Enduro was born out of demand and need um cody and i are actively involved in nica the national interscholastic cycling association which i have deep love and appreciation for um like it's cool nica just got done with its first season here in missouri right Right. and first race season second season okay yeah and uh, i mean the things that chris molesky and karen molesky did to bring that to the st louis area and make it legit is amazing yeah that was when we opened the shop, that was one of the things that led me to opening or kind of justified me opening a, a mountain bike shop is is that uh, Chris had been working on uh, NICA and that we were going to have an organized league for kids. Because that's really why I opened the shop was, you know, I, I wanted to see kind of more progressive trails come to the area because I knew that's what we needed to get a younger generation <clears throat> of riders in. You know, we have awesome trails here and and. They're, they're definitely more cross-country oriented, and mm-hmm. I think Nike is that way as well. Um, 100%. And I think to re- one of the things that really gets kids excited about riding a mountain bike is hitting jumps and riding downhill. And th- I know that's my favorite kind of mountain biking. For sure. Um, and probably most of the guys here in the shop. Um, and, and, and that's what gets kids <clears throat> into it, too. So I guess you guys are looking to kind of bridge that gap and – we are. Cody is coach supporter for the Missouri uh, League, and I was a chief course setter, still am, and a coach for NICA. And I like to just organically tell things how they happened. And uh, we had a lot of student athletes coming up and really to the point of, you know, cornering me and like, Coach Mike, we want to do an enduro team. We want yeah. to do an enduro team. We want to, you so know, fun. do all this stuff. And I really didn't have a, the means in my possession to do it. And I was like, there's a lot of liability. And, you know, because, and Cody and I just through working, Cody was like, I might have an answer for that. And it just kind of organically developed and uh, it grew from there. And you're absolutely right to tandem in on what you said about bridging that gap, yeah. um, especially in the St. Louis area here. I mean, we we're building the wheels up enduro team for those parents and those kids who are already dedicated and good riders have great bikes, yeah. but it's also for the parents who my kid is now looking at this red pole rampage stuff and jumping and there's local features where he goes out with his friends and he's taking pictures of him sending it through the air. Um, That's where we bridge the gap because we do that. We want to do that in 
Disclaimer, mountain biking is an inherently dangerous sport, and enduro mountain bike racing is gnarly. Yep. We are racing stuff that is hard to walk up, sometimes impossible to walk down. Yep. And that's the gap we want to bridge, is to get these kids ready and to do it in a safe environment, right. as safe as possible, with airbags, to show them all the basics, how to jump, how to drop, and associate to those features on the trail, and really give them the benefit of a lot of mistakes, a lot of broken bones, right. a lot of dumb things that we have that's, all done. And that's the issue, I think, now just coming from a bike shop perspective, you know, bikes are so good now. I think, you know, for a lot of parents and stuff, when we were growing up, even if you were a mountain biker or a lot of parents, kids who are getting into this sport now, um, you know, they they never really mountain biked or anything like that. But even then, the bikes weren't as capable. We're talking about Kids are now on 170 mil travel bikes or they're on full suspension bikes or working up to that. Or that's that's what everybody on TikTok or YouTube or mm -hmm. whatever else um, is riding. And they see these guys sending stuff. And when you're just a couple of 13 year old boys hanging out together in the woods and jumps, yeah. no one's there to kind of regulate that. And I think that's what's really cool, especially, you know, with Wheels Up and the reputation Wheel, Wheels Up has had over the years is you know, helping develop that responsible riding. So making sure that, you know, when kids are going out there and sending it, I mean, just from a bike shop perspective, mm -hmm. like if when kids, when you, I, I, I hate to call these guys kids, but when young, newer riders or younger riders start hitting jumps, they holy and sideways, you know, just like I see so many much broken stuff on bikes or kids are going out and they're riding you know, with their buddies and not touching their bikes at all. And then they keep going out. So I think it's important to have um, experienced riders, people with a good background and working with kids or um, like in your case, Mike, you're a nurse. I am registered yeah. nurse. So coach. huge, you know, like I think that's perfect yeah, for I'm, a, a mountain bike coach. That. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty handy if somebody gets injured. Yeah, so. and, and you know the risk as well. So you're going to be watching kind of previous to kids getting hurt and being able to address those things and let them know like, hey, don't do this or don't land sideways. So it's going to save kind of, um, you know, most importantly, how's the bike? So that's what I worry about when yeah, things we're, we're happen. We're not limited by But technology. then also the kids, you know, we want to keep them safe. So, yeah. um, no, I think it's super cool. How would, um, just to kind of revert back, let's say um, I'm new to – to mountain biking or or my daughter's come to me and said she wants to to get into mountain biking how would i get in touch with you guys how do i get that process started to get her on the enduro team well i think that's a great great segue to you know is the wheels up enduro team going to be for every student athlete the answer is no okay. right because you know if you're starting out mountain biking you know i would be looking at potentially programs like wheels up you know skills clinics rides we do the weekly rides and also NICA. NICA is Nika. literally geared. It's an inclusive environment to where you can take a kid who is super green, never really ridden a mountain bike. Sure. And we spend time as NICA coaches getting these kids coached up in NICA. Right. Right. Now, segueing into the Enduro team, these are for kids that are, they've probably been through the Wheels Up program or been through NICA and they're coached up and they're really looking for more. Right. So is, the answer is, is Wheels Up Enduro an inclusive entity? The answer is no. Sure. And, and the reason we can't be is because if I take a bunch of new riders, mm. now I'm putting them at risk. Right. Because the stuff that we're asking 
these kids to do, which is what they're going to be asked to do in an enduro race, mm -hmm. a new rider is going to not be able to do, mm -hmm. right? They don't have the baseline skills and the abilities yet to do that. Sure. Now, our hope is not only as the enduro team, but through the other facets of Wheels Up, you know, and there's a lot of other great, you know, kids entities as far as, you know, locally like STL Mountain Bike Camps um, to get these kids on bikes. You know, our main initiative is, you know, or especially mine, especially with Wheels Up, is looking at, you know, getting more kids on bikes. Right. right? I spend, I mean, <laughs> your whole life. I, I mean, <laughs> this has really now become, you know, what is my job? It's becoming a cycling advocate for you. Right? right, looking at trying to get kids from the time that they're on a strider, and get them to where they're having the conversations like we are today. Yeah, and right? it's and it's not so much getting kids on bikes because that's that's natural. I, every kid is going to want to ride a bike. All of us mm -hmm. rode bikes growing up. Bikes. Yeah, and it's it's and it's just making bikes available or making the trails and making the experience available to them because that's. I mean, I was twenty one before. I really got into actual mountain biking and started mm -hmm. seeing trails around here. And then I was like, oh, why didn't anybody tell me all this existed? Like it, it kind of blew my mind and, and opened up a whole new kind of, uh, it really opened up the world to me. And, you know, I think Mike, we've talked about this before, how the reason why it's so important, you know, to all of us, I think why we're so passionate about getting younger people or teenagers and kids into riding mountain bikes um is because it opens up a whole world so you know it, you, if you're part of the enduro team or you take some wheels up classes and start getting trained up eventually get on the enduro team you're going to have skills that you can take anywhere in the world and you're going to be around like-minded people so you know whether i, I want to go to whistler canada whether i want to you know go over to england somewhere whether i want to go to bike park wales or um if i want to go down to benville or or right here at two rivers or something along those lines I'm going to run into people who we're all going to speak the same language. We're all going to have kind of a commonality. You know, we all watch the same YouTube videos, you know, all week. So we, we all kind of, even though we could be, you know, 8,000 miles away from each other, we're all going to kind of have that same basis. So it's really wow. neat the Nailed experience. It. If we can get a kid mountain biking and get them out on the trail and to find that passion, Hey, it's just good for, physical and mental health for, especially for kids to have that release, you know, you're going to have, I think a lot of kids, maybe team sports isn't quite there for them. Um, you know, so it's a way to kind of be competitive with yourself, but still have teammates around to kind of support and prop you up. Cause that's one of the things about mountain biking or anytime you're out in the woods, I think, you know, rock climbing is the same way or any of these, you know, um, whitewater rafting or whatever it may be. Everybody in that community is really supportive of each other. Um, so it's a really positive um, kind of uplift, uplifting experience that you're not going to get elsewhere because you're kind of, when you're out in the woods or doing, you know, kind of more thrill oriented activities like enduro mountain biking racing, racing, there's, there's an opportunity to get hurt. So I think everybody um, really watches out for each other and it creates a camaraderie that you can't really get from playing on the soccer team. No, so, I agree. I mean, you, cool. the common language we've spoken about, I mean, bikes, bike, bikes have been a language that I've bonded with children, blended families, uh, been on the West coast. Uh, and even through being a nurse, being a registered nurse, yeah. I, I, I opened up a lot of doors with some pretty cranky specialists, cardiologists sure. and people who nobody talked to, but that doctor had a $10,000 bike and he wanted to know how to ride it yep. and we'd go out and ride. And I mean, 
it 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 blends cultures and economics and yeah. speaking that common language. It's it's a skill. And to answer the other question about going out and sending it in the woods, I think one thing there's a couple of things that we want to come across. If you're going out in the woods by yourself or with just you and your buddy and you're sending at race pace, you're wrong. You know, I, I'm not going out there and laying it down. I mean, there's probably one or two, three maybe people who I'll go out to Chubb, put on full gear and just send it, yeah. race run. Yeah. Other than that, you got to be careful. Right. And I don't think we have that right now. Right. I think we have a lot of kids who are out there just like, there's no middle. There's no full gas. There's right. no gray area. There's no nothing. And you speak that same language where if you meet other people in the mountain bike community, they're going to keep you safe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, where you guys, I think, come in important because, I mean, there is a point of when you're young, I think, to really get after it. That, oh, dude, no, you know. <laughs> that's where that community yeah. and team aspect yeah, is really important. is so important because, yeah. you know, getting to ride with their peers, right? right? That's obviously like all of us that have been riding for all these years. You know, it's it's riding with your buddies or it's riding with your friends, yeah. right? And building that community, we're really looking at tying in the safety factor to right. this, the team aspect to this, and, and really providing real support, right? right? Because, you know, when inherently we go out to an enduro race, well, who designs these races? Typically adults for adults. And are these races cross-country easy races? No. Well, the answer is no, right? So, you know, we're looking at this as like we want to give all these riders the best ability to safely complete these races and events, right? And give them every, you know, you know, between the race support, you know, mechanical support at these events, um, and really kind of make it to where it's, you know, these parents, I know Mike gives this analogy of this kid with a, with a parent, you know, and she's got a, a bike and parts in her hands, mm-hmm. you know, wheel hanging, like, what do I do? Yeah, like, I was what? down at Ironton. I will never forget it. It's, there's certain indelible moments when you're trying to make something where you're like, this is going to work. Yeah. And one of the most vivid memories I have was actually at the big mountain enduro and, uh, race last year at, at Shepherd Mountain. Uh, kid, wheel the tire off the wheel bike walking and this poor mother who really didn't know anything about mountain biking yeah. was just what how do we fix this what do we do mm-hmm. and i went over and i was like let me throw that wheel on you you know he, he looks like he was immediately it. disqualified from the race but, yeah yeah no. you know like looks like that rear derailleur <laughs> hangers kind of bent that rear what huh what <laughs> got him squared away and yeah. so I, I i we want to provide an environment that not only we get these kids and these student athletes ready to be as safe as they can but when they're at the race they have support yeah you know and, and they can I, support themselves though. right they, they have the understanding and knowledge so yeah. for any because we're live i think on facebook ideally for the first time we mm-hmm. may just be on my personal page um but so there might be a lot of people tuning in so i think uh, or a lot of people tuning in who maybe aren't from the mountain bike kind of area so if right. your kids if if your kid's somewhat new to mountain biking or wants to get into it because some of their buddies at school ride and they they think it looks cool um first off they should um look into maybe just getting signed up for a wheels up camp you run a ton of camps um you've got jump clinics you got all kinds of fun stuff um, but people can look you up on on your facebook page um and, and on my website wheelsupmtb.com okay wheelsupmtb.com so they can go there and sign up for class you also do private coaching um which is really awesome you have classes for both 
uh, kids. Um, how young does the do kids start? So we usually start about twenty four inch wheel, okay. um, and that usually leads kids somewhere between that seven and nine age range. Cool. So it's typically what we start for the actual skills clinics. Um, we are working on a new program with little wheelers, um, which is going to be geared towards you know kids that are on striders up to about twenty inch wheels. So. Um, and that's something that uh, the Enduro team is going to be working with as well. Um, you know, one of the big things for me is, you know, not, not to mention getting kids working together with their peers, but, you know, really empowering these kids that are awesome, right? Mm -hmm. Some of these kids, they have such a powerful voice getting to work with younger kids, yeah. right? You know, literally, you know, and I, I say this jokingly in our meeting last night, you know, when you see these kids that are on the enduro team working with little kids, it makes them look like superheroes, yeah. right? And that's the most powerful thing. You know, it's great for us coaches to be able to work and coach up sure. these kids. But when you can have youth working with youth, that's when, you know, they, there's no barrier for, right. for a lot of them. Yeah. And that's what cool. they can pick up and take away from is super empowering, yeah. you know? And that's really where, like, I look at this as, you know, really from a high level, you know? Obviously, like, you know, I'm jokingly like the director, right? right. Cody's all about generativity. Cody, 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 sees, Cody sees a kid born and getting on a bicycle mm -hmm. and, you know, growing up into it and all the stages. And all that's the way up until 70 years old. Fully, dude, fully. Just, I, I, I posted on Facebook one time. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, so, yeah. yeah. Nice. sometimes so, I call Cody up. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I just taught this 81 year old guy how to ride a bike for the first time. I'm like, dude, it's so rad. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. especially old enduro racers because you can just take a lift to the top of the bike park and then and then sled back down i don't know jeff paul <laughs> might have a couple watts to say about that jeff paul is a huge part of this program too i mean the way the to apply some structure to it is cody is the director uh cody has what i like to call the circus i don't know if you've ever been to a wheels up jump clinic but it's pretty impressive I mean, there's it's Nitro Circus like, yeah. bro. I yeah. mean, there's freaking big, yeah. big, big stadium jumps and, yeah. and ramps and all kinds of stuff. It's yeah. just Wait amazing. You see what's happening this year. Yeah, and even more cool stuff. Yeah, so, and then uh, well, so, and Cody, you're a you are. Would you call yourself a woodworker or carpenter? Uh, as I well? also own a small woodworking business. Woodworker. Yeah, so I, yes. I do custom furniture cabinets repairs it's something that i started you also build uh, ramps though i do build ramps I build some, uh, we also have mtb hopper mm -hmm. not a sponsor there really should be right <laughs> wink wink hint hint mtb hopper um i have enough for your ramps um but uh yes stuff that i build is you know uh to help support you know learning right, right? um where for me you know i want to show up you know, for a skills clinic and be able to teach people in a very controlled environment to ride these type of features as safe as possible, right? Because yeah. inherently when we're out in the woods, you know, there's trees, there's rocks, there's roots, yeah. you know, there, there's other inherent risk outside of just the jump or the drop um, that they're riding. So if we can mitigate and limit a lot of those things, you know, to where you can get that safe, repeatable, you know, process of learning how to do it correctly in a safe area that's really where wheels up is really like geared for you know i want to be able to teach little kids all the way up to adults wherever your level or whatever your degree of difficulty is whether you're wanting to learn how to just stand on your pedals and do like balance pedals you know bike and body separation or you're looking at hey i want to hit 
an eight foot tall jump into a, a big airbag, right? And eventually doing 360s or backflips and stuff like that. It's looking for mustache. His yeah. mustache needs. Where is he at? Is he here? Oh, mustache. you need to take. You need to take one of Cody's uh, jump clinic things. Make you, you famous, should. man. Get that yeah. big shot. You yeah. hand it over. And we have, uh, and we do have one of those guys on Cody Rowe, who uh, Cody with a K. Cody with a K is referred to him. Okay, cool. Because we do have two Codys on staff. Okay. So, so you we, have a bunch of new people you brought on because before it was just you and Jeff right. um, running most everything. So yeah, so Jeff would work with me here in St. Louis, yeah. um, out of town, you know, because I've done stuff in Kansas, you know. Russell, Missouri. Are you still Arizona. working across the state? Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. cool. Uh, I very much limited some of my travels okay. with COVID. Sure. Um, obviously, cutting back, um, you know, as far as my overall travels. But hopefully, knock on wood, this year I'm looking at doing uh, a lot more stuff throughout the state of Missouri, no. getting back into Kansas. Um, I have plans to do stuff in West Virginia and South Carolina nice. uh, as well. So um, the Wheels Up trailer is going to be kind of getting around okay. a little bit more. Um, obviously, I kind of have a, yeah. I don't want to say spectacle, right? Because you know, it's a circus. I, it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that you could use to learn. Right. You know, and I don't want to get known as somebody. Yes, I want to have all the airbags. I want to have all these features, aka bike toys, right. as my wife might refer to them as. Um, but to really help people learn how to do this at a level that is going to make them safer and ride for longer and have less issues, right? Yeah. You know, I, I have a lot of parents, and I think we've, we've talked about it, is, you know, this a Wheels Up Clinic is way cheaper than an emergency room visit. Yeah, and it's, you can save a lot of emergency room visits. It's ungodly cheap. And, um, yeah, I think even if you've been riding mountain bikes for 10 years, it's important to take, you know, a level one class or an introductory class. Oh, yeah, You'll learn body positioning stuff, you know, and we try to talk with people as much as possible about like, you know, kind of keeping your weight in pedals and keeping balance pedals and all these different things or just even how to lift your the front end of your bike up to get over a root or a rock in the trail. Those aren't inherently things you just know. And you could even ride for five years without kind of knowing a lot of these concepts or maybe mm -hmm. slowly kind of develop them. But going to a course is going to kind of put that fine point on it, and it's going to associate a, an actual technique or a word to it. So when you're out there on the trail, um, you're kind of repeating those mantras almost. Um, it's not it's a natural make, position. No, and it's going to make, by by learning these little teeny things that you wouldn't even realize that maybe you're already doing and you can polish up a bit by going to a course, it's going to allow you to ride longer. You're going to have more fun. Um you're obviously going to be safer. Um, but yeah, I think for anybody taking a course is super important. So new riders, experienced riders, adults or kids, look up wheels up, get signed up there. Um, as far as the enduro team goes, how does one get, let's say I have my kid does Nika. Um, they're riding bluff fuel a lot in the jump line. Um, how do they get, how do they get in contact with the, the wheels up enduro team and how, how how do they join the team and and what does it look like if somebody gets on the wheels up and down? So, we're gonna do a launch meeting tomorrow yeah, night so at Bike a, Center. Yep, uh, launch meeting tomorrow night. Uh, to lay out all the specifics, giving pricing details on 
you know, practices, the events that we're looking at. We could probably do a little, know, a little, that, we could probably yeah. do a little teaser right now, some which is what that. we promised. Um, but also, you know, to really answer your question, there will be a online sign up to where they'll be able to go in and register for ages. Um, ages are going to start right around that fifth, sixth grade through 12th grade. Okay. So, um, I'm not, and I will say this, um, that fifth and sixth grade, I'm going to keep as kind of a loose term because if I have a fourth grader and they're ripping, you know, ripping and, I know a few and of they those have kids. the ability, right? <laughs> and that's, that's where I understand about this program. Sure. It's really not about age, right. you know, and, and I use this same method in wheels up, you know, we really are ability, ability based. That so curve. I, um, and that's really my primary focus because I want kids writing with kids that are similar skill, similar skills yep. and abilities. So that way they can all progress together. And sometimes as they move up, yeah, we'll get them up to the next group and give them a feel for right. where is the next level right. for them and keep them moving through the process. But I have kids in my white group that range from age seven to I have a writer who's 18 years old right. and he's writing in his ability level. Right. And he's been with my program for probably six, seven years. And he's still there. And that's perfectly fine. And you know what? The kid has a blast. And and that's an important thing, I think, for... I know, like, when I ride, if I ride by myself, I'm far slower than if I ride with a buddy because be. they're going to kind of keep you... So you, you, it, it, you progress a lot faster. Um, you end up getting better faster if you're riding with other people that are a little bit above or like you said, like giving somebody a taste of bumping them up. Be like, hey, why don't you show up to this ride and, and join us, you know, just mm -hmm. once or whatever, things like that. So, yeah, that's really cool. And, you know, I, I as a parent, you know, with with my daughter, I kind of look at, you know, my only real job is to make sure she's set up for success okay. as best as possible. So, you know once the reason we opened a mountain bike shop is i knew that one all i had to do was get people on a bike once and right if i got somebody on First a trail then they were going to either want to do it every single day for the rest of their lives from that moment forward or they never want to get on another bicycle again rarely do i see the former normally if i can get somebody on a mountain bike they absolutely fall in love and they just want to do it non-stop so you know i i i try to make sure that you know my daughter's always set up to be prepared. So again, reaching out to wheels up, getting that, even if it's a private session, if your kids, you know, super, I know like, you know, there's a lot of kids out there really introverted and just get really nervous around people set up a private session, something like that. Start getting your kid just moving forward with things, you know, while everybody may not qualify for the enduro team, um, you know, just getting your kid in classes, getting them with other people riding bikes, just so they can see, you know, cause that's one of the harder things as a parent, you know, if we're talking about basketball or baseball or soccer, there's this whole path forward that, right. you know, we either did as kids or, you know, that we know other parents that do it. Um, so it's, it's kind of really clear. Whereas with mountain biking, it's like, all right, do I just drop my kid off at a park and just let them disappear? Like, how no, does this work? No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's a better way to do it. Right. So, yeah, I, yeah and I, yeah. I think getting involved with like a training course, um, you know, and getting involved with wheels up, just getting your kid around. Cause that's the other thing, like there might be one or two other kids at school. I think now we're starting to see those numbers bump up, you know, I, but 
you know, you may not know other parents who have kids that race Nike or who mount bike or on a team or whatever it may be. So, um, you know, I, think I think Wheels Up is a great place to start to get introduced to that community. And we're going to point you in the right direction, whether it's Wheels Up or whether it's Nike. We just want more people on bikes. Yeah. We want them to be appropriately placed on the level that they're comfortable with so they can build it for a lifetime of passion. So we're at 1038. Which means we, we had a solid half hour of trying to be, I think, answering questions like we should. Cool. I think it's important to uh, say we try to structure this program as parents because we're all parents. Yep. And I, when I look at something, I want to know what, what am I getting? Right. How much does it cost? And where do I got to be? Right. Some of those details are, like I said, Cody's a director. Um, I, I'm the head coach and organizational only, but I, I mean, again, a huge part of this program is coach Jeff Powell, who, yep. if you haven't checked current events, is kind of fast yep. <laughs> and uh, just a compassionate guy and just an excellent teacher, an excellent educator, and an excellent advocate for mountain biking. Uh, Jeff wears three hats. One of them's this one. The other one's the wheels up, and the other is big mountain enduro. Yeah. Jeff's one of the coaches, yep. you know, and Jeff's going to be there on the ground. And what you're going to get is one practice a week is what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to divide it into two, two seasons, seasons. two seasons. Okay. Basically a February. Yeah. Basically a February through July. Okay. And then a July through November. Nice. No Christmas. I mean, no Thanksgiving, no Christmas. We're done by then. Right. Um, we want to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that and family and. Work-life balance is important. Where are you guys going to ride at? Just all over St. Louis? We are going to have, we have it structured to, um, we have a couple different practices, A through F days. To answer the question directly, it's going to be a lot of Chubb riding. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of Greensfelder riding. Yeah, my it's going to be a lot of St. Charles, St. Gnarles Enduro course riding. Oh, yeah. We're going to go down to Shepherd. Nice. Um, that's where we're going to live. Cool. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do that once a week. Sure. And then we're going to have weekend events and okay. we're going to do three races per, oh, okay. per season, season one, season two. Okay. We're going to race the whole MES and work with Mac Johnson, who has sure. been amazing working with us. Everybody's been so open and so accepting. It's yeah. been amazing. So you're going to have your kid at practice once a week. You're going to have them at three races um, and with two races and one is the double top secret thing that we're working at. Yeah, that's something that we're still working on. It's, um, it's, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a weekend summit Okay, cool. at a place that has a lot of elevation. It's pretty close. Nice. And so um, that's really just kind of the brass tacks of what you're going to get. I think everybody knows what you're talking about yeah, if they so. ride mountain bikes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and so you're going to get myself and Coach Jeff and Coach Cody. And that would be just to touch back on that without prying too much. That would be a youth event, right? Right. That'd be cool. Yeah. I have had people ask me about adults potentially being in the, in this program. Right. Which it's really it's it's a youth driven program. Right. Um, if you're an adult, you know, looking to get you know into what we're doing, I'm always actively looking for coaches. Right. right? Do I expect everyone to have a wealth of knowledge like a Jeff Powell or you know Mike Cudahy or you know Cody Rowe? You know, the answer is no. Right. And don't forget about Josh Clark. Josh That's right, Clark, Josh Clark. He is part of the group. Yep. He's going to make that announcement here as well. Another St. Charles, another NICA coach. Right. Um, the Bears. Who? Josh Clark. Sorry. Joshua Clark. Clark. Level two NICA coach out in St. Charles County. Okay, so he's too far away from me. Now. Right. He's yeah. I forget you're here. from St. Charles. Charles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're over here all the time. Yeah, and you spend your life over here. Yeah, and we also want to. I mean. 
I think it's important to say we're parents. I got three kids. I got three student athletes. Cody's got kids. You got kids. Mm-hmm. I, we approach this program with, I, I think our passion and our knowledge base is evident, but we approach this as, is this going to be doable? Is this going to be attainable? No. You know, so we're going to practice on St. Charles County. We're going to practice in St. Louis right. County. We're going to make it accessible for both places. Well, the cool thing about St. Louis, whether you live in St. Charles or St. Louis or Jefferson County or Mm -hmm. anywhere else in the state, we have an insane amount of trails within an hour of anybody. No matter where you're at, within an hour, you can get to every trail in St. Louis, and there's like 20 parks. Dude, I have friends (laughs) on the West Coast right now who I would call up and bring them out here to come ride, and and they would not be bored. Oh, no. We get folks in all the time. Um, that are in for business or whatever it may be that come from, you know, whether it's Colorado or Hawaii or where they have some really great riding and some great elevation. And they are always super impressed, but they're like, oh, I couldn't believe how nice you guys' trails are. Like, that was super fun. You know, and the difference is, is maybe we just don't have long descents and stuff. So we're kind of going up and down, but we have some insanely technical trail. Now the more progressive kind of mm-hmm. smoother machine built stuff's here too. Um, so yeah, there's so much. And then as a parent, you come down here. I mean, we're not limited by technology anymore, Adam. I can go over there and buy that slash, which I have one coming. I'm super excited about that. And your kids can be on, you know, a 160, 170 mil bike and then roll it out to Bluffview for the first time. Might want to have a little instruction. They need to know how to be in the air. And, (laughs) um, you know, to get the wheels up off the ground is super important because anytime the wheels go up off the ground, if they're not landing correctly, if they're not taking off correctly, those can result in very serious injuries if you're not doing it right. But if you're doing it right, then you're going to mitigate a lot of that risk. And 100%. Um, be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And an important thing to note, I like to bring this up all the time because I'm so excited, but down in Branson, which is, you know, a scant mm-hmm. three and a half hours or mm-hmm. so away, um, they're building Howler Bike Park, which is going to be lift access bike park. So, really, you know, yeah. I love that whole area. Dude. I love Branson and Springfield. Dude, got, I love Two Rivers. Shout out to Trail Spring. So two Rivers. Beautiful dude, down dude, there, tra- I, dude. When we did the Nike race there, number one, Trail Spring was so accommodating. And there's, if you guys haven't gone down to Two Rivers Bike Park, go good. down there and stand at the top and just look over mm-hmm. that place. It's wild. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so cool. The views so cool. are amazing. Yeah, and even just driving in is really pretty. Yeah. Even if you miss your turn and you keep going past, it gets really pretty for a bit. So you may want to enjoy that a bit before turning around. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's super nice and. Yeah, that whole kind of area down there is pretty. And, you know, here in Eureka, we're technically the, uh, you know, the entrance to the the Ozarks. And for sure. So we start getting into it. So, yeah, I think that's why we'll see you guys here a lot kind of out in the area. Um, But, yeah, so I think everybody should follow the Wheels Up page. There's going to be more details coming out soon as to how to get on the team. But Mm -hmm. people can kind of expect to practice once a week. Um, there's going to be different ability levels, mm-hmm. kids from fifth grade up to high school mm-hmm. or through high school. Um, and then, um, you're going to have three separate race events that you're, is First it three season. separate race events outside of the MES? No, or th- no be those MES. are the right. You'll yeah. support three different races as part of the MES. We series, will do the whole, and then possibly MES series, yeah. one other race. Correct. I see. Yeah, cool. we're gonna. Do and are you guys gonna keep your own events. points and stuff for your? Like, is there gonna be some yeah. in team competition? I think that's organic. I think that happens. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I, I look, Henry <laughs> Ford. My favorite, my favorite quote by Henry Ford is, uh, "What ha- When? When was the first car race? And it was the the, the day the second car rolled off the assembly line." Nice. <laughs> I mean, when you get a bunch of kids together, athletes or mountain bikers. No. 
we're competing. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, and realize like. And they'll just look at the scoreboard. Sorry, I mean, no, 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 I mean, when we go to these races, that's the beautiful thing about an enduro is it takes all the lip and the mouth out of it. There's empirical data, and this is how fast I went on nope. this stage. This is how fast I went on this stage. This is how fast I went on this stage. Well, I mean, technically, maybe you know, you, maybe your suspension wasn't set up right, and your tires just weren't gripping that day. So, I mean, there's. There's plenty of factors, maybe why one maybe wouldn't, you blew the, wouldn't have done it. Maybe you didn't pre-ride one of the <laughs> one of the stages at the chub because you thought that you knew the course and you blew through the tape on stage six. Yeah, or somebody like stuff like that happens like, as you can learn from experience. Yeah, somebody <laughs> must have like knocked a, a log or a boulder into the corner right before I got into it. Cause <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't there in in, in uh practice. Yeah. So. Oh that's you know, you know, talking about tire pressure, talking about suspension setup. That's all all stuff problem. that we're going to also cover. Yeah. EBOB, every bolt on bike, and we're going to, you know. As a bike shop, it excites me a lot to know that there's going to be people out there. Because, I mean, that's an important thing, Cody, and just getting into you guys' experience. You know, between the three of you guys, you're three people I'm always excited to see come in the shop. You know, you're very kind of personal, easy to talk to people. Um, I think it's, it's easy to tell, uh, whether it's Mike or Cody or Jeff, you're all very genuine people, um, you know, and I, I think that has a lot to do with your kind of other careers as well. Um, you know, Cody, you've been in the bike industry for forever, uh, 20 years now, yep. but the teaching aspect I think is the most important and it kind of Huge. shows kind of person and Jeff's the same way. Jeff's also a teacher. Um, so, you know, that is really important to me as a parent to have. And then of course, Mike, you're not a teacher, technically but as a nurse you're constantly coaching people on how to be healthy again and and really taking people back from that so i think those are just super important traits and i know it's easy for me to pick up on when you guys kind of walk in the shop and in the room and i think for kids as well um it's it's really important too because they can kind of see through nonsense um you get 20 seconds adam you get 20 seconds. That's the average attention span of a teenager or a kid. Oh, really? And you got to really, <laughs> you, you, you got to be opportunistic and make it count because you're right. They got a really good BS filter. Right. And mm -hmm. it keeps you honest. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have a metered, practiced message in that 20 seconds, no. you're falling on deaf ears. Right. And that takes practice. I mean, I know I've, Ran my mouth a lot too much sometimes, but you got to be opportunistic with that 20 seconds. Well, the nice thing if you're mountain biking, though, you can make them pedal up a hill and then they're tired catching their breath. <laughs> <little bit> <laughs> we, we often know at like Nike practices, we're doing a good job when there's no talking. You hear is breathing. <laughs> I mean, mountain biking is hard work. So if a kid's going to get into it, he's going to have to work hard. There's, mm -hmm. there's no cheating getting to the top in Missouri until Holler's open, then maybe you'll have an opportunity to ride a lift up. Um, but yeah, at least for now, and 99.9% .9 of your riding is going to involve pedaling to the top of the hill, which is also one of the fun things I think. I, I you know, I don't know, do younger riders appreciate the climb as much as they adults tend to? No, I hate it. No, never gets better for them? No, they Not until they get older? That no. takes years to figure yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah, no, they hate it. <laughs> they hate it. I mean, you have your outliers just like in adults who are like, dude, I'm about to climb. But most mm -hmm. of them, it's like, you're putting the work, man. Yeah. 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 It's ever if there's like a weird obstacle and then like only a couple of the guys can clear it, then I guess it starts getting fun at that point. Well, it's one of those things. This program is is really like not your average program, right? We're looking at making a premium program. Yeah. Like this isn't like one on one baseball. Right? right. This is you know this it's is a club team. This right. is a club. It's team. a club select team. It's, it's, we're looking for those kids that you know 
are wanting to do more. Yeah, they might already have gone and done an enduro, right? That's perfectly acceptable, right? We're not necessarily wanting to get all these kids that are totally fresh and get them. We want to get them at whatever stage they are and make it better, right? right? You know, show up, have the full race support, you know, as far as, you know, on the course, you know, practice day, you know, with, with mechanic support. And really, you know, it's not going to be a bunch of kids just going sending jumps. Yeah. You know, isn't there just about jumping? The answer is no. Right. Mm -hmm. right. It's technical. It's fast. Right. Right. So we're going to do a lot of that non Hollywood stuff of like, uh, two another two teasers is one of my one of our practice plans is we're gonna have a session day and a session day is like for example at chubb on the stairs and we're gonna walk it we're gonna talk it and then we're gonna ride it right and that's not very hollywood right. you know but what you gain out of seeing the terrain on a different level and walking it and seeing other riders go down it is invaluable and yeah. so that's and that decision-making process right, is important right. as well because yeah. that's going to help them when they go to other things when they're they're riding with their buddies or whatever else. They're going to kind of know, okay, I need to look at what I'm doing first. I need to evaluate what I'm going to do before I take off. I'm going to look at, you know, is it dude. rocky? Is it rooty? Is my suspension going to get slammed down because there's a rock right before mm -hmm. the lip? So it's going to help them kind of look at all those things, look at where they're going to land, look at, you know, I don't know what else you guys factor in. <laughs> We're also going to have land days. You mentioned the word land. Um, I, it's super important. Coach D. Tidwell, Ride to Train, our Enduro MTB training. Okay. Um, look him up. Yeah. Coach D. Tidwell was quite honestly somebody who I sought out um, on my own. I was like, who's winning all these races and how do they train? If mm -hmm. you look up Coach D. Tidwell, you'll see him standing on top of the BME podium several times. Mm -hmm. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. Lots of evidence-based training um a lot of our... i have some unreleased video from bme last year that nice. i'm gonna release soon but... oh nice <laughs> and so one of the days is going to be a land day because you know realistically we're we gonna be able to practice right outside every day in february now but we'll have a land day where we have a, a space that we've rented in you know socially distanced appropriate areas where we're going to do stuff straight from the uh enduro mtb training right catalog right. that's from an exercise physiologist who does this for a living um, and also, um, there's going to be some pretty good perks for being on this team. One of them is a little bit some some money off for maybe your own personal training program from Enduro or Train to Ride is sure. really what it is. And Coach D. Tidwell, some parts some purchases that we'll put out some other details. So we this has been a big labor of love, and we like to think that we have everything covered. And so one of those days is going to be a session day, maybe a chub. Right. And then the other one, we're going to have a land day where it's like, we're going to do that not Hollywood stuff. We're right. going to do mobility prep. We're right. going to do flexibility right. prep. We're going to do injury prevention. We're right. going to do that stuff. Yeah. I'm pumped. I can talk about it all day, dude. I'm so pumped. <laughs> there's, been a lot. This is, this has been something that I've been looking at for well, well over a year yeah. and trying to find. You've been up in the ante for yeah. body. Well, really about two years. You've okay. really been pressing hard. And, which is uh, good and this we is need really it. the next evolution right yeah. um of what i thought uh wheels up and myself could help offer you know and, and that's putting together a really awesome team i mean yep. from from mike jeff cody with a k and you know um josh josh you know really like there's really four great individuals yeah. there to really help you know support this team you know obviously looking at you know we have a ton of interest um, you know, do I know how big these team teams going to be here in St. Louis? 
the answer is no. I mean, or it's it's yet to be discovered because this is this is a launching many, new program. How many I, kids can you handle? <laughs> that's how big it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, That'll be the only limiting factor. And that's where, like, I am looking, you know, actively. I know we talked in our meeting last night looking for potentially more more coaches, right? Because we want to keep a good coach ratio. Right. Right. Cody's um, already international. So, Cody's um, Cody's Cody's international. He's got everything. He's got he's got he's got a he's got a dream board and a vision board. You need to start doing Just a Russell Crowe beautiful oh. mind board. Like, all these wheels up like here's a Duro team, here's here's little wheels. So, I, I would say that there has been interest from across the state yeah. um about this program because yeah. obviously like my connections with Nika and a lot of yeah. the other turns out people in with. Kansas City and Springfield can ride yes. really fast. And, uh, <laughs> and there's some know, awesome trails in both um, places. Legit. And obviously more information about that as I as I come um, to help promote, you know, doing that. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll come over the next couple of weeks. Nice. Um, but that's you know, my goal is to give kids and give adults, parents, a safe place to try to get your kids into this type of sport. Right. You know, and to really coach them up, right? Um, to where they're having fun, they have the team aspect, they have great coaches, you know, um, and just have fun mountain biking, right? You know, I know we were talking about that real yeah. evolution of kids riding from really young to really old, you know, and I really call it like a lifetime rider, right? yeah. just like in education, we call it lifetime learning. Like we're always evolving, we're always looking at what we're doing, you know, and really giving these kids, you know, a huge base of information yeah. to to go off of and to really push like you know i want to have these kids come into this program and be like man this is like the boy scout type program for for mountain biking sure like yeah we came through it this is something i want to put on my college resume like hey i became an instructor down the road right you know and you see that stuff happen with nika like these kids come through a program like nika which is a great program right focused on cross country well we're not focusing on cross country <laughs> you know this is really like you know, one of the first conversations I had about this program was with Chris Molesky, yeah. the director of the Missouri League. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I'm, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but, you know, this is something very separate. Different. Know, and very different. You know, we're not looking to compete. It's separate. Like, there's crossover for the correct, riders yeah. and, you know, but, but yeah, completely yeah. different type of thing. You can 100%. I mean, even if you want to do one practice a week with the Enduro team, you'd still be committed to your Nike team. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got one student. And athlete. you should yeah. 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 I got one student athlete myself. Luke yeah. Skywalker what, is going to be doing that. Yeah. yeah. Like, we specifically want these kids to where, hey, they've been working with the Rockwood composite team, right? We want them to be able to have their practices do that. But then, yeah, I can still be on that team, right? You know, on the Enduro team, right? And have that crossover to where, there's no compete, right? We're getting kids on bikes in different ways. And so. kids, just because you're really familiar with Nike, even if your kid is shows little interest in mountain biking, but kind of knows how to ride a bike, there's other things within Nike 100%. other than competing to race, whether that's um, you know volunteering or or Nike's got other programs yeah, off the have, bike that the kids can core, start their involvement. You know, they trail core, so they're working on trails. Um, we had a lot of student athletes yeah. who didn't race. They just came to practice yeah. and wanted to ride bikes and be with their friends. Yep. Well, and that, Absolutely. You know, let's be clear, too. That is another thing with the Enduro team. Do kids have to come and race? Do they have to show up? The answer is no. Right? We want them to be able to come. Even if these kids are like, hey, I want to have the skills. You're going to encourage them to do it, though. We're going to set sure. up to be able to, <laughs> right. for them to have that success right. and be able to go do it. 
but do they have to attend every event? The answer is no. Right. Right. We want them to be able to attend the events that they want. We want it to be a program that gives them a lot. That also includes a lot of flexibility, right? Because, you know, we expect a lot of these kids to race in NICA or be multi-sport athletes. Right. I mean, a lot of these kids like Oliver Taha, who was in our you know, mm -hmm. teaser video, he's a great baseball player, yeah. right? You know, we want these kids to be able to play other sports, yeah. right? And, and to have fun and not necessarily have to focus down. Yeah. to that one sport and keep mountain biking to where at some point and i mean i played high school and college baseball at some point in your life baseball ends yeah. i hate to say it yeah. right i love baseball i'm super yeah. still passionate about it my son plays competitive select baseball which is super expensive but it's so much fun right right but at some point baseball is going to end even softball ends even softball <laughs> even ends. if you continue right. on extra innings exactly. with softball it's going to end know, too that, <laughs> but you see a lot of us that are older you know there's guys that are riding 60s 70s right well and that's but, the thing i yeah mountain biking you can definitely take with you forever and you know a, a you know, I think kind of the coolest thing about the Enduro team is that kids can go to races and have somebody okay. there who's going to, because a lot of parents don't know anything about bikes or how to maintain them. And at, on race day, kids are going to be pushing their bikes. Mm -hmm. Things are going to come up and they're going to need and some we're gonna assistance be and help. Yeah. yeah. Or they're going to fall and they're going to cut their leg and they're going to need somebody there to make sure mm -hmm. if they're able to keep riding that they can, or if they shouldn't be continuing to ride that they don't. And so, you know, having those, having yeah. coaches there, I think is huge for the younger riders. Cause we get, I mean, even with the Missouri Enduro series last year, um, we were a title sponsor of that. And like every race had like 30 kids yeah. or the St. Louis races. I don't, I and we just want to make these kids better and, and a better, safer environment. And, and you know, I like to call coaching and what we do is like a cheat code. And there's yeah. a couple of cheat codes. One of them is, yeah. have you ever put on all your gear and actually went out and just rode in it? Yeah. If you're showing up to the race and you're ripping tags off gear and wearing a full face helmet for the first time, you're too late. Right. You know, if you're an, another little golden nugget is one more run. I could I could show you a bunch of X-ray pictures of me in broken places where mustache will tell you it's always one more run yeah one more run yeah and it's I try really to hard because you feel so jazzed and you want to do one more run but one more runs where you get that urgent care right. yeah you know it's we're gonna pull the reins back a couple times yeah you, you gotta know? end on a high note yes yeah, exactly that's <laughs> the way to do that and that's you know yeah i i think just having people to let people know those those type of things Fully. is important too Fully. because you have to learn from somebody you know and if if you're if you're a parent and you don't ride, then it's important that your kid's got some positive yeah. influence. And you can also, even if you're like me, I mean, I, I, I my kid races a Skywalker, Luke. And this is a, it's an embarrassing story, but uh, I, I've been working on how to teach, teach that kid how to ride a bike, a two-wheeler forever, okay. like when he was three or four. Okay. And uh, just wasn't happening, wasn't happening. Yeah. He goes down the street to the neighbors. He's like, the neighbor dad just taught me how to ride a bike, dad. I'm like, because <laughs> as a parent, they don't listen to us. No, sometimes my, it comes on deaf ears. My mother <laughs> called my daughter to ride a bike. Actually, yeah, I did yeah. not get to see my daughter. To you. And so we're, we're that other yes, voice. Yes, or, you know, <laughs> husband and wife. You know, I have a lot of those. You know, where a husband rides and a wife's learning to ride, and you know, they're just going to sit there and do this, yeah. right? You know, so taking and having that professional. Yeah. You know that that's what we're looking for. Is, you know that professional experience for these kids and 
confident. I want to thank you for having us on. Yeah. I mean, you're like, dude, you, 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 you're my people. You gave me a place to be. I mean, some of my best memories in the past decade are sitting out in front of Camilla's after the first MES race that this crazy dude made this mountain bike shed, you know, at the old location. I mean, just what you brought to the area and the culture and the passion, like I can tell within about 45 seconds when I walk in a shop of talking to somebody, if they know what they're talking about. And Adam Scott's always known. I mean, I put a Google review up. that was like, passionate riders who know what they're talking about we probably use that in ads <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean so i am super thankful cool. for for you to have me and cody and to give us this platform and i love this shop well and it's funny because I, so i ended up here i i owned an extermination business before i opened mm-hmm. the bike shop um and i hang christmas lights which i'm supposed to be taking down christmas lights today but i'll do i'll start tomorrow um, <laughs> But uh, your cousin, yeah, is her, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle, and Michelle, Michelle owns. Uh, it's like a Michelle's cafe. At, yeah, Michelle's cafe here in your old town, Eureka. Um, it's like an old school Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes really good gooey butter cake. Amazing. She's got like it. I say it's an old school Italian restaurant because like I grew up on the hill, so all the restaurants That's have we like get along. yeah. There's a room that looks like a kitchen. Yep. Always in there with its own table and three walls. So you're kind of like on your own. And I, so I always grow up with that and Brad and all these kind of things. And then, so Michelle's is awesome because they've got their own little, like it's set up. It looks like a little kid, like you're sitting at a kitchen table and, and you're kind of family area. So that's my favorite, but her husband, Kurt, Kurt. um, uh, does, um, he's a leasing agent. Yeah. And, uh, when we, we had originally looked at a space, I think we started talks in like February, 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the space we originally looked at just needed too much work. So it, I started getting on the hunt again. That's when we found the, the location next to Melvin Brewery. See, this place is amazing, but I gotta tell you, I, I, I loved your old place. Yeah. I mean, this place is better. It's bigger, what, better, mm-hmm. but I yeah. mean, there was just something so punk rock and so cringy about going <laughs> in that place where there was just like amazing stuff. Yeah. And your merchandising has always been on point. Um, but I, I just have a personality, yeah. And one, one thing, if parents happen to still be watching, um, if your kids getting into enduro or jumping bikes, uh, one big thing for me is having a ton of kids' protection. So we carry full face helmets from $70 to $300 for kids, we carry full body armor chest protectors, wheel pads, elbow pads, pants, out. shorts, everything a youth rider needs. Um, we carry all that and we have a ton of it. So I, uh, kids protection is huge for me. I like to have it here. If people want to put their kid in it to do it, because that's what I do. And, you know, kids don't care about wearing full armor and a full face helmet. So put full armor and a full face helmet on them. Like, exactly. <laughs> get used to it early. Yeah, like, they don't care. Mandatory. Mandatory full, full gear. Yeah, yeah. I think have I if, so. if full full face helmets look so cool. That's why like I wear my full face helmet because I feel like I'm awesome when I wear it. So you know that's I can tell you nice... I hit a trail a lot faster when I got elbow pads, knee pads on, yeah. some hip pads and my full face helmet. I'm like, if you get dressed like you're gonna get thrown from train, yeah. you can if your kid look. plays hockey, you're not gonna send them out there with just skates and a stick, you know, Chins you're gonna that. Yeah, you're going to have everything on him so that he can get up and play the next day as well. So 100%. do the same thing with kids. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Kurt had, uh, it ends up for like the months previous, he'd been calling around because he's trying to fill this spot up because he knew the brewery was coming. So he's like, oh, to help get the brewery signed, I'll get a bike shop in here and that'll help entice this mm-hmm. cool brewery from Wyoming. And so he called around and he was like, I couldn't get anybody 
to open a bike shop in your I was like, are you kidding me, dude? I was like, it's about to pop, dude. Like, let's do this. So like, I didn't have any experience in retail. I didn't have um, a ton of credit built up or anything along those lines. So Kurt had to really bust his tail um, with my landlord that was over there to, to work out a deal to get us in there. I don't know if anybody else would have run into me a commercial space like nice. that other than that. So no, I mean, Kurt's kind of hugely responsible because he kind of sold the vision for the area. Um, so yeah, worked out really awesome. And I wouldn't be here without kind of what he did uh, to Kurt get me Nason. in there. Awesome. So yeah, Eureka is a really cool town. Plenty of good places to eat. Michelle's is definitely one of my favorites. Um, so people should go there or over to Melvin if they're here in the area or Camillus, obviously. Camillus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turns out there's a few good mountain yeah. bike trails right down 44 and 109 too. Yeah. Well, sweet guys. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate right, it. Bro. Yeah. Good night. See you. See you. Yeah.